You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 38, The Boa Constrictor in Your Bedroom. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. (laughs) I can't decide if I gained or lost listeners with that podcast title. So anyway, there was a trucker who was stranded in the wilderness, and they found him 82 days later, alive and well. His secret to survival? Well, he was hauling a load of Comfort King mattresses. Thanks to blissful sleep, the elixir of life, that trucker was able to survive and thrive. He gained four pounds of muscle, lost five pounds of fat, and patented two inventions that made him a multimillionaire. Now, how do I know this? Well, I dreamt it last night on my Comfort King mattress. Comfort King, the quality, the service, sleep second to none. Go to Comfort King at ComfortKing.net. Now, there was a story about a homeowner who did own a boa constrictor, and she brought the pet snake to the veterinarian, saying that it had not eaten for two weeks and that every night he stretched out on the bed next to her. The veterinarian was alarmed and told her that the snake was starving itself, preparing for its next meal, and that meal was her. And the reason the snake was stretched out was to see if she would fit. He was measuring her. Yikes. Now, you probably don't have a boa constrictor, but you do have an enemy that acts a lot like it. And that's why I wanted to warn you about it today. Boa constrictors hide and wait until a victim passes by. They pick a victim that's alone, so it's less likely to escape. And then they fall on it from a tree or surprise it from a river while the victim is sleeping. This sudden attack creates fright and panic. The victim stops thinking rationally, hyperventilates, and starts thrashing around. The boa constrictor then wraps around the victim and contracts with the breathing and contraction of the victim's chest. Soon, the victim cannot breathe and passes out, and then once the victim is unconscious, the snake systematically crushes the victim until it's a shapeless lump it can swallow whole. Yikes. No, I've not seen the victim of a boa constrictor, but I have seen many times a victim who was attacked in the same way by a more common and much more dangerous enemy, fear. More dangerous because fear is everywhere and, in fact, often shows up when you are alone. Often, you are surprised by something that frightens you initially, and it starts a cycle of escalating fear that leads to panic, and you know this is true. How many times have you heard somebody who is afraid of storms hear a thunderclap and start looking around for the inevitable tornado? Do you know anybody who has canceled travel two weeks in advance because they are deathly afraid of a forecasted weather event that may not even happen. Or somebody who is afraid of illness, turning a cough into stage four cancer. Do you know any hypochondriacs? Or somebody who's afraid of poverty, 
turning an unexplained charge on a credit card into identity theft and bankruptcy. I know a guy who is 62 years old, has $10 million, and is afraid that he won't have enough to survive on. Hmm. Or somebody who is afraid of losing a relationship, turning an innocent wrong number into, you're having an affair, who's that? Have you ever known anybody who's lost a spouse because they are controlling and jealous? And no, I'm not just pointing fingers. For example, in, in my own house, they're doing some road work in front of it, which apparently the post office assumes makes my mailbox impossible to get to, even though it's easily. Anyway, it's a long story. I haven't had mail for five days. And as ridiculous as it may seem, I am wondering what sort of late charge eviction notice or subpoena may be waiting for me at the post office. Subpoenas? <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is exactly. Yet, this is what fear can do. Once this fear is firmly wrapped around you, it proceeds to its next step to break you down and make you a helpless lump. I spoke to a woman last week. This is what she said with her fear written all over her face. Are they going to shut us down if COVID comes back? Is it going to be as bad as the last time? Is there going to be a vaccine? Is the vaccine going to be safe? And she rattled off all of these questions, one after the other, yet her biggest enemy was not the flu, but the fear, the invisible fear that was making her a helpless lump. Now, fear is a real thing, so let's just run down the quick list of conquering the boa constrictor in your bedroom. Number one is avoid isolation. Fear often attacks when you are alone. So find a friend group, solidify your relationships. Not only will they help you live a longer life, they protect you from fear. Oh, and by the way, curry relationships with strong and courageous people. It's no good being a friend with somebody who is more terrified than you are. Number two, prepare for surprise. Fear likes to attack when you are unexpecting, so you have to prepare yourself. You've heard about my morning acronym, GROW UP. Write down every morning something you're G, grateful for, something you are read or realized or learned, some O, opportunity that has presented itself, a recent W, win, that made you feel good, somebody to you uplift in the next day, and something to pee, pray about. It is a perfect way to prepare yourself. And number three, carry a knife. I watched a documentary where an explorer in the Amazon was attacked by a boa constrictor and then cut him loose using a knife he carried with him. Yikes. This time, yikes for the snake. No, the knife I'm referring to is scripture that is described as sharper than any double-edged sword. I've cut myself out of a few scrapes with some well-remembered verses. Number four, what goes around comes around. Instead of being crushed into a lump, now it's your turn. Chop that fear into tiny little pieces. I heard a quote a number of years ago I thought was really powerful. Don't tell God how big your problems are. Tell your problems how big your God is. And use that authority to chop that fear into tiny, bite-sized pieces and then eat it. After all, they say, 
It tastes like chicken. Well, that's the story. If you're really seeking a life of happiness but are unclear on just what that journey might look like, my Significance Masterclass is now available. A 12-week class, a blend of personal coaching, group interaction, and story-led lessons. Thoughtful, detailed, a powerful way to find significance and happiness in retirement. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net. And until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.